Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. It means a lot to me to have hit over 5,000 downloads. So if you're watching this and listening, thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give this video a thumbs up so you can activate that like button so that it wakes up, goes to Becky's house, and cuts a hole in all the crotches of all of her underwear. With that being said, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter video. I've got a lot going on at home right now, a lot going on mental health wise, but I'm pulling it together and I'm going to be back in my studio for another podcast tomorrow. But with that being said, here's episode eight. And I'm a throw a two Ooh, gonna, gonna say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you so obsessive, send another desperate message on your knees. I got you begging, I forgot I meant to mention. You ain't nothing when you tryna be sick You ain't nothing but my hurting ass bitch Mommies and daddies, welcome to Roma's Man Cave, a safe place for men on the internet, and a pretty awesome podcast, if I may say so myself. Today I'm just going to jump right into it because I have a lot of topics to cover, such as Dana White, men going through abusive relationships, some chick on YouTube teaching women how to abuse men as a sociopath. I mean, it just, the list goes on. Let me just get into it. So first of all, if you hear my guinea pigs squeaking in the background, never mind them, just say hi to them. So first I want to talk about Dana White because he's in the news right now because him and his wife on New Year's Eve got into a slap in war, I guess. I don't know. I'm not trying to make light of this situation. It's just the whole thing kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like the fact that he slapped her, very disappointing. Um, the fact that the media is pretending like she didn't slap him first equally as disappointing. So I guess they've been married for 26 years and I'll tell you why that's important in a minute, but they were out dancing New Year's Eve and his wife, Ann White, slapped him and he slapped her back. Now he's being labeled absolutely everywhere as a woman beater, which is confusing for me because he slapped her. He didn't punch her. Had he punched her in the face after she slapped him first? Sure, get it. But people seem to forget a video that went viral about five years ago. Dana White's mom did an interview that I think is really telling. And I'm not trying to give his mom any sort of one-ups here because Truthfully, I have never seen a mother shit talk her own son the way that she shit talked Dana White. I just, I've never seen it, so I'm not trying to give her a one up here, but I think that this is really telling. His wife is, they're constantly fighting. Um, the honeymoon, she gave him the worst black eye I've ever seen. He nearly lost his eye. There's this really big idea in society that women are just not capable of perpetuating the same type of harm that men are. But there's two points that I'd like to point out in that video. Number one, this. His wife is. His wife is. I obviously can't read her mind, but something tells me that she was about to say abusive, crazy, something along those lines. But instead, she says this. They're constantly fighting. They're constantly fighting. See how she wouldn't even for a second allow this man to be a victim, but then says, The honeymoon, she gave him the worst black eye I've ever seen. He nearly lost his eye. He nearly lost his freaking eye on the honeymoon. And they've been married for 26 years. Listen, 26 years. On the honeymoon, she busted his eye so bad that he almost lost his eyesight. And then here we are, she slapped him and he slapped her back. I mean, again, this is all alleged, but maybe he just had enough. Maybe after 26 years of dealing with broken eye sockets behind closed doors, maybe, maybe he just had enough. 
and it's unfortunate that that moment had to happen so publicly. Actually, it, it is fortunate for him that it happened publicly in some way, because had he done that privately, she could have said that he did anything. She could have gone and smacked her face off of the doorknob five times and then gone out into the world and be like, he hit me. Anybody who is going to like bust somebody's eye socket out on the freaking honeymoon, like, hello, is she best friends with Amber Heard? Here's my biggest issue. Violence against men isn't just like, you know, something that we just let pass by and we just pretend not to see. It's absolutely everywhere and it's encouraged. Absolutely encouraged. I mean, I can't show the video for obvious violent reasons and I would get a YouTube strike if I did because this is going to go up on YouTube. But if you're hearing this as a podcast, the audio isn't very great anyways. But this guy and girl are on a first date at a bowling alley. I will link this below if you're watching it on YouTube so that you can go see it yourself. It is very graphic though. These two are arguing, guy and girl, they're squaring up. He's in her face, she's in his face. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she takes one of the smaller bowling balls and smashes him in the temple with it. So what do people do? They call 911. They call the police. <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. They pulled out their phones. They recorded. They took pictures and they laughed. So not only is him getting assaulted and attempted murder committed against him all over the internet, but there's also pictures of his face bleeding while he's trying to put his shoes on, trying to get out of there. People are mocking him. People are laughing at him. It's absolutely outrageous considering the fact that if you get hit in the temple, like that's your instant, you could die. Like you're done, you're outs, you're gone skis. So the, that is attempted murder. And the fact that it's all over the internet being celebrated is absurd to me. Just as absurd as this woman who got out of jail. Okay? She stabbed her boyfriend, beat the shit out of him, and then stabbed him again. And did she go to jail? No, she was deemed too bright for prison and she was spared jail. And I mean, let's just look at how these publications wrote about her. Lavinia Woodward is getting a second chance that more women deserve. Uh, sorry? <laughs> more, more women deserve to get second chances after uh, attempting murder on their boyfriend? Okay, cool, 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 cool. So my question is, everybody is outraged at Andrew Tate, right? And I mean, I get it. He said some absolutely disgusting things, accountability and blah, blah, blah. But my question is, where's the accountability for women who walk around society and blatantly admit to committing heinous crimes? And if you guys are followers of me and you're listening to my podcast before, you probably already know who I'm talking about, Amy Schumer. So Amy Schumer was asked to be part of a powerful speech and she was asked to deliver it at the MS Foundation for Women, right? It's supposed to be celebrating visionary women and just celebrating strong, independent, confident women, okay? Let's let's hear the, the story she, she chose to tell about her confidence. Finally, the door opens. It's Matt, but not really. He's there, but not really. His face is kind of distorted and his eye seems like he can't really focus on me. He's actually trying to see me from the side, like a shark. Hey, he yells too loud and gives me a hug. Too hard. He's fucking wasted. Please keep in mind these are direct quotes. His fingers poked inside of me like they'd lost their keys in there. And then came the sex, and I use that word very loosely. His penis was so soft, it felt like one of those de-stress things that slips from your hand. So like, 
Let's gender reverse that for a second, okay? She's there, but not really. She can't focus on me. She's fucking wasted. And then he wants to talk about sex loosely with her. No, no, you're not using, you are using the term sex loosely because the term that you're actually looking for would be a uh, rape. That would be rape. And you know, the fact that this wasn't like secretly uncovered online or like, you know, leaked backstage or something, this was her giving a speech about confidence to women. You're free to make up your own mind as to what that encounter should be classified as, but I know that uh, Amy Schumer is a predator because this isn't the first time that she's done something like this. That's right. I'm about to show you the most nauseating audio ever to exist on the internet. This is a trigger warning. If you are somebody who has dealt with sexual abuse or sexual assault, or that's just something that's particularly triggering to you, I'm gonna give you a couple seconds to just mosey away from the screen. This is your warning. Oh my God. Do you anything? This guy's What's like a listener to this show. What's yeah, well, he is. Oh God. I would, so you put his hand right on your puss? I put his hand right on my puss. Oh yeah. And, um, and yeah, and wait, he, wait. he uh, was was everything ready to go? We, were you? Uh, what are you talking about? Was uh, were you ready to accept him? Were you? How uh, dry does a girl have to be that you can't get a finger in there? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, I was turned on. I was excited. Oh I was, yeah. Yeah. Just so thinking his, about it. Did you have panties on? Yeah. Okay, so what did he pull them aside or? Moved them to the side. Oh my god. I moved them to the side. Oh, you were just you eager. You victimized him basically. Yeah, yeah you raped yeah. the guy. So, so. I know. When I tell the story, I say I let a cab driver finger me, but yeah, really, nah. I took his yeah, hand. You raped exactly. him. And the most uncomfortable audio of the year award goes to um, Amy Schumer. <laughs> just about the only damn award I think she'll ever get. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, it is not only trending to just abuse men, but it's widely accepted. It's happening right in front of our eyes. It's encouraged. It's perpetuated. I mean, just listen to this audio of this girl going on this podcast talking about how she likes to abuse men basically as an experiment. Just listen to this. I was seeing him. I was kind of just using it as a psychology experiment and... I didn't, really, I didn't really like the guy. I more just wanted to see if I could break his heart. And <laughs> it was fun. So did you break his heart then? Just a wee bit. I hope I did a little damage. Wow. Okay. Why do you hope that you did a little damage? Just, I like humbling men. You like humbling men? Yeah. So like, my pastime. Your pastime is humbling men? Mm -hmm. You do work at the Spearman Rhino, so at a strip club, so. Do you humble men there? No, I take their money. I love how he just like low-key doxed where she worked there. He's like, oh, are you taking their money? Here's the thing about strippers is they think that they're so smart. They think that they are swindling men, but they don't understand that like, men know what they're giving their money to and the mere dimes and dollars that they're giving you is nothing compared to what's in their bank account so you're not really swindling them they're using you for their own entertainment and they know that they just have to twist it up in their minds so that they feel better about themselves but the reality is is that it's just becoming more and more normalized for women to come out and talk about just how fucked up and abusive they are and then they'll still walk around and perpetuate these ideas that men just 
this can't be abusive. I mean, I tweeted just the other day that if you don't think that a woman can hold any sort of power over a man, then you're a danger to men. And some chick commented, what type of power can a woman hold over a man? Okay, first of all, financial power, tons, ton, pretty much any type of way that a man can hold power over a woman. And specifically, I wanna talk about soft power because it's this type of power that women, specifically wives and girlfriends harbor that they don't wanna talk about, right? Just listen to your wife. Your wife's always right. Happy wife, happy life. Like those are all conditioning terms that are used in order to just manipulate men into being subservient to women. It's absolutely moronic to me, the fact that this is what's allowed on the internet, but yet men like Andrew Tate, they're pulled off the internet. Which brings me to this girl. Why is this girl allowed on the internet, but Andrew Tate isn't? Her name is Kanika Batra, I don't know. This is blonde haired Barbie looking girl who must be really ugly without the Snapchat filters because there's not one picture or one video of hers without one. She is a self-described sociopath and she says through the lens of a diagnosed sociopath, teaching women how to manipulate, control, destroy men's lives, use their seduction to manipulate and gaslight them. I mean, let's just take a little journey through just a couple of her videos. I'm a diagnosed sociopath. Here's how I would get revenge. This man used to be loving, kind, and caring, but has revealed himself to be narcissistic, toxic, controlling, and abusive after watching Fresh and Fit and Andrew Tate. The most important thing to do here is block and delete. This will give him no closure in the relationship. Next, you go to all of your mutual friends and say that he had purchased a sex doll and that he was begging to have threesomes with this. Then say to them it got weird when he started cutting you out and only wanted the blow up doll. We're assuming he's a narcissist. He will start a smear campaign. Get a friend to call his workplace. Have this person say that they were an escort who did not get paid for their services and they didn't get their money for the blow up doll. At this point, he is humiliated. Now let's break him. Make sure you're far away when this happens. Next, I would get multiple friends to make fake Tinder profiles. Everyone's on Tinder. You know his insecurities. Find the biggest one. Get each and every one of these girls to comment on that one insecurity. It wouldn't hurt to start telling people he carried venereal diseases either. Wow, and this is why men are preferring to die alone? This is why being a man is a scam? Um... Because women like this exist and so many of them, like so many of them. If we think that this chick is just some weird one-off, she is absolutely not. Deduction advice from a sociopath. After you pick your target, the first thing you wanna do is appear as a high value woman. This means that you're dressed perfectly. Groom yourself to the best of your ability. You need to strike the perfect balance between soft and feminine, yet still assertive and a prize to be chased. Show confidence through eye contact. Men are not used to women holding eye contact for long periods of time. It freaks them out, but it also works. Bring attention to soft feminine areas like your collarbone and your lips. Assert your value by rejecting his first advance. Make sure you seem like you're very busy. Make sure you're in charge. If he says this Thursday, you're busy this Thursday. You tell him you're available on Monday at a specific time slot. Men want to be the only ones who've conquered you. They're nice like that. Because of how I treat them, I've had men propose to me in the first two weeks. And her page is absolutely full of this of it. So I'm just, I'm just a little bit amused as to how um, stuff like this is okay. How articles are being written about how Andrew Tate is comparing women to dogs, but yet here's like 50 books 
And if you're watching this, if you're listening to this on a podcast, on the screen right now is a whole bunch of books, a shit ton. Like I really encourage you to go look on YouTube. Oh my God, it's just disgusting. And they're all labeled how to train your dog. Your boyfriend is a dog. Like, I just don't understand how, I don't understand the double standard, okay? You have women on social media literally beating and abusing their boyfriends as jokes, and yet people like myself call it out, men call it out, they're labeled as misogynist. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm told that I can't take a joke. That, that girl almost killed her boyfriend with a bowling ball, and I was told that I can't take a joke. I mean, can somebody make that make sense? Because it just doesn't. At the end of the day, what society has come to is this whole women are superior and men are just, they're not. They're completely beneath women, but yet men still need to kiss up to women and just bow down to women. Like women are just these walking godly creatures, but they're absolutely not. There are women who are just evil at the soul, just like men can be. They say that no woman can perpetuate violence the way that a man can, but I would argue that a woman can be just as deadly. And women like this, she will either kill you or you will die by a result of her. I feel like a lot of guys watch my videos and they just want to give up on dating. They wanna be MGTOW, go their own way, and just never mess with women. But at the end of the day, there are, like, I'm not rare. I know that there are so many women who truthfully and truly believe in what I talk about. They're in my comments on my social medias all the time. I have a moderator, Miss Hysteria. She's amazing. She genuinely and wholeheartedly believes in this. So with that being said, I have a little thing that I do on my YouTube. It's a, I don't remember the name for it right now, but there's a playlist for it and it's called Roma's Romance Review, a segment. That's the name for it, a segment. So I have a segment called Roma's Romance Review. You guys send me screenshots of your dating profile, roma at romaarmy.com. That is where you can email me your Tinder, your Bumble, your whatever sites, and let me know what's going wrong for you. So I've done this in the past and I might add, that the last three segments I've done of this, all three of them have found a girlfriend. So I kind of have a three out of three success rate. I don't know, some people would call that 100%, but anyways, I'm just joking. So the first person, I've picked three people here that we are going to be um, looking at their dating profiles and seeing kind of what's going on with it. Why aren't they getting, you know, as many hits, as many people talking to them. Um, my perspective from a woman, you guys know I'm brutally honest. Let's get into it. Alicia reached out to me saying, I know your thing is usually men's rights and I've seen recently where you reviewed a man's dating profile and gave him suggestions. I wonder if you could do the same for me. I seem to be only receiving messages from people who are looking for sex and that's not what I want. All right, this is Alicia's first page and I now see that her name is Alicia, not Alicia, so I'm very sorry. Your description says, I'm not into drama. I stay to myself. I don't want to fuck you. I just want to meet good, genuine people looking for chatting, friendship, and she's 5'2". Right off the bat, I think I've identified why you're getting men who are only trying to give you their purple-headed yogurt slinger. What I think it is, is because you put that you are looking for friendship and good conversation, 
and you also put right in your bio that you're not looking to bang them. Doesn't necessarily make sense, right? Because you said that you're looking for chatting and friendship and you put that you didn't want to bang. I believe that this ideology is depleting in society, but a lot of men still hold it where it's the whole hard to get, chase after her type thing. And really it sends an awful message when it comes to consent, but a lot of romance movies and novels are just her saying, go away, go away a million times until he shows up shirtless in the rain with some flowers that he picked on the way. What you should do is take out the part where you're saying I'm not looking to bang you and put something instead such as I'm not looking for a romantic relationship right now because when you use terms such as romance rather than fuck or sex it's subtly letting people know that you're not the type to enjoy casual sex. Which is a-okay gentlemen believe it or not there are a lot of women out there who just want casual sex alright and there's some that don't. But whatever you put you need to make sure that you let them know that you're taking it very slow. Let me show you why. I've pixelated your child's face for privacy purposes. Under absolutely no circumstances should you ever post your child on a dating app. I'm not attacking you here because I understand why you've posted your child. And for those that don't, it's because she's trying to let people know that her child is one of her first priorities. She loves her child, she's an active mother, and with that comes a lot of responsibility and a lot of time, which means you are going to be second, which is a good mother. There are men out there who prey on single mothers. I'm not able to pinpoint for you exactly why they do it or what they gain out of it because <laughs> to have that understanding you just gotta be a special kind of fucked up, you know? But I do understand the psychology of predators and manipulators and what they usually get is to gain financial control over her by being able to provide for her and the child. Another one could be gaining sexual control and empowerment through the act of pedophilia. Some men just straight up like to try to manipulate women and they think that single moms are the easiest targets. I don't know why because honestly like seven times out of ten moms are right on guard. You are in sequentially letting people know that you are willing to introduce them to your children fast and if you don't believe me believe statistics. The risk of abuse is six times higher with non-biological married parents, four times higher with biological parents unmarried, 12 times higher with single parent cohabiting, and the risk is four times higher with single parents in general. Because people like to prey on children and they like to use the parents to do it. But what about the sexual abuse risk? It is nine times higher for non-biological married parents, five times higher for biological parents who are not married. There's a five times higher risk if you're just a single parent in general. And if you are a single parent cohabitating, this falls under roommates as well as bringing multiple men, women into the home, you are 20 times higher of a risk as a child of being sexually abused. Those are some scary fucking numbers if you ask me. Of course, this doesn't mean that every single mother or every single father who gets into a new relationship is putting their kid at risk, because there are certainly many stories of blended families and their successes as they thrive. But and it's a big old Chad's ego butt. It is critical to learn how to communicate effectively and not be afraid to discuss sensitive topics as they arise. Fostering resilience through healthy family ritual and structure has been found to be more indicative of a child's success rather than living in first or second marriage households. What this means is, is to the parents who believe things like I must get remarried or I need to get into a new relationship because I have a son and he needs a father figure or I have a 
daughter and she needs a mother figure. What's most important is setting clear boundaries, having discussions about tough things with your children. And it also means that they will be just as successful and thrive just as much if you find a partner and all those other things I mentioned are present as well. There's nothing wrong with getting out into the dating world again if you have a child and you're a single parent because your happiness matters too. You need to know when it's time to get back into the dating world, which means taking at least a year after the breakup with the biological parent. And make sure you know a heck of a lot about that person before you introduce them to your child. A young man by the name of Jonathan reached out to me asking for help after he's continuously been blocked on a dating profile site named Plenty of Fish. The first woman asked him when the last time he had intercourse was, he was honest, said over four years ago, and he was blocked instantly. Damn! Harsh! Now the second girl, it was going really good. She texted him one day, hey, he responded with, yeah, question mark, in which she replied with, okay then, and then proceeded to block him. The third girl asked him to delete his profile after two days of speaking because she was jealous and ready to commit to him and the relationship. Wow, if that's not somebody who's just like a waving flag, a massive red one. <laughs> Anyways, this is my advice to him. I said the second girl sounds very sensitive to tone. When you said yeah, she probably felt like she was bothering you and it was mostly due to a link with trauma. If you've grown up in an abusive household or experienced abusive partners, you may be somebody who's really sensitive to change of tone. It doesn't matter if that change of tone happens in person or over text. However, she could have clarified there was a massive overreaction and I think he dodged a bullet there. Now the first girl, the one who blocked him after figuring out that he'd had sex four years ago, she was only looking for the dick. That's pretty obvious. Now this love bombing weirdo who wanted him to commit after two days was doing just that. Love bombing, either because she was a narcissist, she was trying to scam him, or she's trying to use him for money. But now we must ask ourselves, is there anything on Jonathan's profile that's attracting these weirdos? Because when a pattern starts to happen, we need to look at ourselves. So let's look at his profile. Critique number one, you have really nice photos. It's a great shoot. However, you always want to refrain from making all of your photos from the same photo shoot or the same time of events. Why not? Well, immediately it makes you look like a catfish. Lots of times catfishers will do this. And number two, it makes you come across like you have low self-confidence. What you should do instead is make your favorite picture of yourself your main picture and then ask the women in your life who you trust to go through your profiles and find a picture, a couple pictures that highlight your best features. Positive criticism, you are forthcoming with what you're looking for, a long-term relationship. Here again, show somebody with great insight you're looking for a positive friendship that may lead to a serious relationship. That's awesome. Now here's where I really critique you, okay? You have on your profile that you are blue collar and that you own a car. No! Take those things off, right now. For those who don't know what blue collar is, it means that you have a job working with your hands. Never put anything in your profile that hints to how much money you make or what you have, because not only are you susceptible to scammers and gold diggers, but it also makes you look like you're overcompensating for low confidence. Replace these two with something unique about you, like maybe a hobby or your favorite TV show. Jonathan's profile does tell me that he struggles with confidence, but he's mature and knows exactly what he's looking for. If you made it this far in the video, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate all your guys' support. If you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're listening, please remember to rate it. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to activate that like button so that it can wake up, go to Becky's house, and cut holes in all the crotches of all of her underwear. Your support is appreciated beyond belief. Thank you so much. This splash and you wanna go up while I'm bringing shit down. Now this wasn't so tough. You become a bitch clown.
you knuckle up, once you knuckle up now I think, I think you should buckle up